1: This is how we do it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's right, people.
0: What's up? What's well, up?
1: You know, this is a very special
0: episode of Thoughts That Rock. The most special. Maybe the second most. Our first one was pretty special. It was. Which would make uh-huh. our last
1: episode also very special.
0: What? This is our last? <laughs> I guess if somebody actually looked at the topic and said, "Oh, there are how-to podcasts, how to close out a podcast show." Mm-hmm. Ding ding ding. Maybe they <laughs> they would have known. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's been
1: gosh, almost 5 years of yeah. of of doing Thoughts That Rock. And um you know, it's it's been an interesting, fun. I mean, we when we started this, you know, we we were in an airport, um, stuck overnight, flight canceled, nope. snowed in, and <laughs> thought we were going to write a book together called Thoughts That Rock with just some gymisms and Brantisms that we could put in there. And then, um, you know, about two o'clock in the morning, half delirious from being up for way too long, we said, maybe this would be a good, you know, format for a podcast. And at that moment, there wasn't, you know, 5 million podcasts like there are today. And yeah. so we we started and um have had just hundreds of incredible guests over the course of almost 5 years now, but we've sort of come to this this crossroads where we are both sort of leaning heavy into our speaking and getting increasingly busier mm-hmm. and um sort of what, what I'll say is this, we are sort of moving from the current format of thoughts that rock, um, to something different. And, and we don't really know what, what that's going to look like yet. Um, but, but we both know that, um, it's been an incredible run and, and we've got to sort of focus on our on our speaking stuff to make sure that we keep the lights on and that we continue to, to experience the growth that, that we have um, for both of our businesses. Um, but at the same time, we wanted to do, Sort of, how do you close out a podcast? I mean, this is, yeah. this is it for people who we know that the average podcast only lasts about three episodes and then it's yeah. done. So we've, and you're you know, not even kidding. It literally I is. Know, that's the truth. Yeah, That's the <laughs> truth. So when we look and see their, five 5 million podcasts, yes, but they're probably in the tens of thousands that are actual, you know, continue to, to provide updated content <laughs> beyond yeah. the third episode. So
0: that it's, this
1: is going to be a bittersweet episode.
0: It Um, is. And it's funny, you know, you and I have had fun doing uh, a few with it just being us. And sometimes with, uh, with KT, um, who's also been on the show. Um, but we really have had some incredible guests. There are times where it blows my mind that we were able to get you know, astronauts and and <laughs> CNN cable anchors and CEOs of companies, there's no way if we didn't have a podcast, we probably would not have had access to them. And, and maybe it's because the way we we started out the show, you know, we had a format for four seasons for four years where we only asked two questions. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given and how did it change your life? That's it. And that's what we told them. Now, you and I, would come up with a corresponding thought. So we'd have something in the back pocket in case, you know, the guest wasn't really that uh, talkative. We knew that we would at least have one, but the audience, the fan would get at least two really good pieces of advice. And when you make it that simple, I think we, we really lucked out in having a lot of people wade into the waters and say, man, I don't have to talk for an hour about my history and how I got to where I am. No, no, no. That's what everybody else is doing. We just wanted to make it, um, you know, easy and fun for them. And then this last year, you know, we obviously changed it to a how-to format. And I think to your credit, you may have told me that. You said, let's do something that would help solve some issues and problems for people out there. And to be quite honest, that was also coming out of the COVID space. And when you say 5 million podcasts, you're not even joking. I guess if somebody were to Google right now, that's about how many are out there. Unique shows. When we started, there were only 250,000 COVID came and people were like, I don't know you want to start a podcast. And they came out of the woodwork. Um, And you remember there were a couple of times, man, we, we were in the top 10, like we were beating, you know, whether it was a Tony Robbins or Jordan Harbinger or whoever, and we were, we, we had gotten higher ratings than they did and it blew our mind. And, you know, it's just so hard to play in that space now. And I think the people that continuously do it, we have a couple of friends of ours that do daily podcasts. Good Mm -hmm. on you, man. I just think you, you said it best. We've got so much stuff going on that, it's the right time for us to step away in this format. Yeah. And uh, you know we're not throwing away the equipment or the space. We're still going to be around and who knows what it looks like. It may be something totally different, but man, we have had some awesome laughs. I think probably more than anything else. I love the learning. I love the relationships that we built, but just hanging out together and busted mm-hmm. a gut sometimes for 5 minutes where i can't breathe or some of the the absolute best times, maybe let's talk about some of those. What, you know, if I was to ask you over the last five years, yeah. Um, you know, what are three, four, what, what are some of your absolute favorites that you could point to the person? Maybe it was because of their, their advice, whatever it is. Yeah. What are the ones I say thoughts that rock? What are the first ones that come to your mind?
1: Well, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, the ones that come to my mind the most are things that we can't repeat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it listen some of the stuff that happened either before or after we did an interview um were legendary uh some yeah. of the stuff that we even maybe did on air but never made it <laughs> to the actual yeah. podcast itself um are are, those are the, recorded no one will ever yeah, hear those that's the, all those there <laughs> those are the those are the ones that i think about the the most um but for the ones that that made it to the air uh, I would say, uh, you know, the, the three that sort of stand out for me, um, Steve Cochran with giant, you know, oh, yeah. I've, I've said this for years. Um, and it's mostly because he's, he's, he's a guy's guy. He's one of our, he's like us, you know, he has yeah. no problem sort of giving shit back to you and, and, yeah. uh, challenging you and, that was just um, his, his sort of modality of what he was teaching in the methodology of how they do what they do and, you know, the gears concept and which gear are you in and all that sort of stuff. Brilliant. brilliant. It was really brilliant, very engaging, very funny. Um, yeah, he stomped, little, on, you. He yeah, he stomped on you for not taking any vacation, <laughs> but that's, listen, that is, uh, I, you know, the, the athlete in, in, uh, in me loves that, you know, I love yeah. the tra- the trash talking that happens is, is part of the game. So that one was one for me. Um, yeah. the second is sort of a tie between the first anniversary episode, mm. um, and the Christmas episode. Oh, man. Um, yeah, we gotta
0: explain, explain what, what the, what was going so on in those our too, first
1: anniversary awesome. episode. We, we had an idea that we really wanted to have some celebrities on the show, but we didn't really know any. So we thought let's use cameo to sneakily get them to, you know, wish us a, happy first anniversary you know they didn't know if we were a couple or what was happening right. <laughs> it was, but we had i mean who, who were some of the uh, we had so many
0: we had a bunch so I, I know right off the top of my head we had jonathan O'Hurley, who is uh, mr peterman in seinfeld his That's was right. so good and again <laughs> yes. and and you said it best we had to have kt yeah ask them to wish us a happy anniversary yes yeah people thought that we were a couple and then the, i think some of them realized that we were a podcast but they went with it because it's actually a different uh it, it's a different dollar amount if you're doing a brand or business or like That's a show right. so we were trying to do it on the cheapy cheap <laughs> um the right. gilbert godfrey was on there he figured uh-huh. it out um which was hilarious he you know, rest his soul yes he had brooke burke and jennifer yes. love hewitt hello that was that was come fun. on Mm. Um, We had uh, the most interesting man in the world. You know, the guy from the uh, Dosecki's commercial. He was (laughs) great. Um, We had Soup Nazi, also from from Seinfeld. And they would do these things in their their regular voice. Like, he would be, no thoughts for you, (laughs) right? Or or we had, um, what's uh, the guy that does Little Sweet, uh, the Dr. Pepper? It was the guy, the runner-up from. Oh, um, Justin
1: Guarini. Yeah. Justin
0: Guarini on there, and he did the whole, woo, 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 like, in a little sweet voice. Right. We, we had, had Lorenzo high, Lamas.
1: That's right. High-pitch Eric, right? We high had high-pitch pitch Eric. Eric from Howard Stern's
0: show. Yeah, um, but but remember Lorenzo Lamas? Like, honestly, it looked like he was in a truck, and he does have – he's got a DHL – he's wearing a DHL track suit. I think he was working for DHL it's delivering packages, in and he pulled deliveries. off on the side of the road <laughs> did, did his thoughts. We had uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, uh, Melissa Etheridge, and yes. and the reason these cameos are videos. This is what's so great about it. that was our very first video based podcast. Yes, and because it took an hour and a half. Uh, if I remember, we did this at your house. Yes, and KT was there, and yep. you and I were talking, and then there'd be this this knock, knock the on door. the door. <laughs> We'd be like. What we turn in the show, the cameo, we still have it on YouTube. And if you get a chance to watch it, it is, it's uncomfortable and hilarious at the same time. That's a great one. Yeah. I love that. What what Uh, happened on the Christmas show? What, what, what was so unique about that? uh, The Christmas show. So what I
1: remember about the Christmas show was I went off on Jordan Harbinger.
0: Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) And it never, we never made, it never made it to air. We ha- I still we,
0: have it recorded, though. We I still have, have
1: it. Listen, we have a history. Uh, our, Jim and I and Jordan Harbinger, he, I promise, has no clue who we are or, or what we're about. But but there is a history that yeah. is a very funny um, sort of sordid history that, that got us into yeah. a particular phrase that we – have used for years now behind the scenes that I'm not going to say on the air, but, but this particular phrase has been adopted by friends, by other organizations (laughs) and um, it all has a subculture out there. Yes. It all has its, its roots in, in um, this uh, sort of, Tussle with with Jordan harbinger that I pro again I promise you he has no idea of, about any of this yeah. um but we took we took offense to it <laughs> I yeah. took offense to it and all I remember on the Christmas show is it was a, like five minutes of me not breathing and just yeah. letting it letting it so go good. and so after I finished there was dead silent
0: and Jim just goes well can't use any of that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I kept that recording. That one we that one it. may we may play that amongst our friends at some point. <laughs> we, there are yeah, honestly that was, so there are for for true fans of the show. Yeah.
1: You know how Seinfeld in every episode there's there's a Superman, right? There's yeah. either a statue or a symbol, there's a Superman So For yeah. those of you who are uber fans of the show and the, some of the insiders that know this story, there is for the last two years, maybe there is a, a, hidden thing about this. Hidden element. That's right.
0: And, and listen, before you get to maybe a couple of your others, um, one thing we should mention the first four seasons that we did, there were two things at the very beginning of the show, which took me a little bit of convincing um, because this was when we were really going, we've got to make it edutaining. There's got to be some fun and I was probably more like, man, this needs to be a serious <laughs> podcast. And we did two things. We did some very bad karaoke. Yes. Um, and almost every one of those, maybe every once in a while we actually sang a really good song at the very <laughs> beginning and then found out this sucks. We need to have fun <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with, with, and and I even put together uh, a bad karaoke episode, like it's 45 minutes of just the beginnings yes. and, and yes. all you can do is to sit there and either cringe or laugh for 45 minutes. Um, But the other thing that we did in those first four seasons is we had um, the realization that people were not just sitting there listening to the podcast. They were probably doing something else. Yes. And so I would come up with what we just called internally the three things. And I would say something like, listen, you're probably listening to the podcast, but you could be doing something else. You could be painting the fence. Maybe you're catching a rat or maybe you're exercising on the treadmill. But. Every single episode for four years, Mm -hmm. all three of them were different. Yep. We never, ever repeated them. And I never told you what they were in advance. So you would have to respond to it with some sort of either sound effect or if it put you in the ditch or we were both (laughs) laughing. That's five minutes of the show right there. And so (laughs) I think probably we had gone off the deep end for um, probably year number four. This is probably why we had to come back and be like, it's time to serious this bad boy up a little bit (laughs) for the fifth year. But man, we had so much fun, um, in doing those things. That was sometimes some of the best part of my week is just recording the first yeah. five, six minutes. I even yeah. remember we we had a friend of ours who was on the show and, uh, there, there's a big contingent of, uh, uh, airmen, airmen's the generic term for both male and female in the air force. But, um, uh, in Germany, um, ramstein that's the Air Force Base. They said there's a group of them over there that listen to the show every week, and they dissect it and talk about the learnings. I was like, what? That's such a cool thing. <laughs> yes. But uh, they, the guy goes, uh, when you ask people what they think about the show, they would give me the, well, when you get past the first five or six minutes, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> and we were like, that's the best part for us. But okay, yes. I guess that probably helped us with our cleaning yeah. up the show. What, what, um, what, what were some of your other favorite shows that come to your mind? I've got a couple too, but I keep thinking they might be on your list. Well,
1: the other two, um, you know, KT's uh, episode, which, which, you know, listen, she's one of the originals, the OGs, yeah. um, uh, you know, was part of this, in, uh, podcast from the very beginning, uh, sort of producing and organizing all the interviews and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but just, you know her episode of of Roller Derby and stuff was just awesome. amazing. She's just such an incredible person period. Yeah. Um that and, and and we laughed for as much of the famous guests that we have had and the big name guests whether they were astronauts or NFL players or you know high profile anchors or you name it. Yeah. KT's episode was the second most popular episode of yeah. all of our episodes. And it's because she is just uh, incredible uh, and, and such a breath of fresh air for, for people who don't know her. And so her episode was just so entertaining yeah. that, that, that was great. And then that, the other one of my tie, sort of for third was Kyle Smith, who was the CEO at the time
0: of nothing bunk cakes, um, who, who actually is the highest rated, most watched, that's right. most listened to episode we've ever had in that is because
1: um, that organization looked at his appearance on the podcast as an opportunity to share what their culture is really about. And so not only did did they promote it internally to all of their people to say, listen, you you really need to listen to what our CEO says about our organization if you want to truly know um, who we are as a company. But they actually put it on their website under the are you interested in owning a franchise? And it was sort Listen of your, to this
0: episode. Yeah,
1: it was your entryway into learning about the culture and the CEO and what they believe and how they have functioned. And I mean, it got thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads because yeah. they really did something very smart with it and had a third party outside um, source really revealing the their secret sauce as to why they've been so successful and here we are now years later they've got over 400 stores and still are the most successful of their kind yeah um and continue to grow even though Kyle retired uh 2 years ago now
0: yeah yeah and and I think both of those episodes um now that you say that they were in that first season when we were in our yep real heyday and but it, it goes to prove like we were maybe not so much this last year because just so many podcasts but we've regularly been in the top 200 always yep. out there yeah you know and you and i had some some things that happened in our life where we both took some yep. you know we, we were doing seasons and we took some time off and but that first season where sometimes we were in the top 10 it is interesting if it if the, if the guest Wrapped their arms around it and shared it and made it uh, something that was a part of their day to day organization or at that time just said, I want everybody in the organization to put this out there to their people because it's that important or like your example with KT, it almost doesn't matter your neighbor, your friends. Can, can, as long as they had a good piece of advice, if they had a great thought, and even this last year, if you had three thoughts at rock on how to solve a problem, Mm -hmm. I think within a couple of minutes, people could care less, whatever title or where, you know, how famous they were, as long as you could bring something to the party. Those are the ones that, that helped us be very successful. And quite honestly, were the most fun for us and Mm -hmm. educational for us. I mean, we, we definitely learned a lot by listening to, to the guests. I mean, I, I got a lot out of it and and you and I have had some great relationships because of that. And even, yeah. even for me, I've been very lucky to have some of them that will do a forward in the book or write a yeah. testimonial or something for your website. And we wouldn't have ever had that if, no. if we hadn't had the podcast. So, you know, I think definitely those are, those are all great episodes. I, I thought you were going to also, one of your favorites, cause you do bring it up quite a bit is Don Yeager. Yes. our good uh speaker friend former uh writer um with uh, sports illustrated mm-hmm. he had this great advice about you will never outperform your inner circle and he talks mm-hmm. quite a bit about mentors and mentorship and and who you surround yourself and you are who your top five or six people are and so yep. i think that helped us in a lot of ways i know it helped me not only because I was writing a book that was going to have mentorship in there and that helped clarify one or two areas for me, but it also got me out of some, some crappy relationships and, and business stuff that I probably shouldn't have been in. Um, and it's stuff that I already knew, but I think his, his advice and his show um, and he's such a good presenter anyway. Um, he's got a really fantastic podcast as well. He is, he does get access to some really big, big name stars. Totally. Um I got to talk about Sarah Morrissey, you know, a good friend of ours, former chart president as well. Um, She had a great piece of advice about let it be as easy as it wants to be which is an interesting title, but when you start getting into it and she yeah. was sharing, she was so vulnerable yeah. in her abuse and, and, and talking about mental health. Yep. And and I think she had just gotten out of a relationship. She'd been in a car wreck. It was like, Oh my, it was like the most <laughs> traumatic person really that was, was a guest at that time. But I, I remember that episode being very um, it, it was insightful, but it was very inspirational to listen to her Um, and can't thank her enough for coming on and just you know being that vulnerable is huge. Totally. Um, I gotta tell you another KT one, man. Our ASMR episode, (laughs) which, if you don't know what ASMR is, it is this weird natural human phenomenon of Hmm. people whispering and sound effects. And I, I know there's a whole there's a human subculture out there who, mm-hmm. who they freak out on this stuff. Some of them, they need it. They need whispering Dip. to go to sleep. Yes. Other people, they need these sounds, background noises to to yep. function in life. There's also this crazy, uh, sexual community out there that just loves somebody whispering in their ear. And yes. <laughs> we had the episode with us pouring Coca-Cola into a glass yeah. and eating yeah. Doritos and crunching yes. Yes. even the the theme song. You recorded in a very acoustic way. You played it live. Um, KT taking off her roller derby Velcro. The whole thing was like 30, 35 minutes of whispering and sound effects. And we were dead on serious. It was, if you whisper it, I'll believe it. And so the whole thing was, I don't know what our fans thought. It may be probably the worst rated, or it might be the craziest thing they've ever heard. But... I had so much fun laughing and recording. We spent way too much time writing scripts out for that stupid thing. I don't
1: think, I don't think anybody understood what we were doing. Um, But the, the, the ASMR community, um,
2: Oh, she loved it.
1: Oh my gosh! Like it was, it was so funny because I know the rest of our normal listenership was like, "Yeah, what, the, what the hell are you doing? What is this? Why are you whispering the entire episode? And why are you pouring coke into a glass just you know two inches from the microphone?" But I, I can remember us having a really hard time getting through that episode because we would start to laugh or start to snicker. And because it's so dead silent, like you pick up every little time, So we'd have to redo it and redo it. And there redo was a it. lot of
0: editing and that <laughs> one was, but you know, the ones like ASMR or the one where we're uh, you're talking like Muppets the whole yes. time, or we were both Rocky Balboa <laughs> yes. or, you know, anything that was unique and different, the bad karaoke episode, yep. uh, you know, yep. uh, uh, there's, there's probably others that we wanted to do, and we just never got to it. But, again, your point, the internal episodes were fantastic. I, I will say, I, I know we talk about Soledad O'Brien. She was probably the biggest name that we ever yeah. had on. But she yeah. was so approachable and down to earth. Totally. Um, and and I remember her her thought, which was take 24 hours to wallow, but on the 25th hour, bounce back with a plan and get back to work. You know, she was talking about – you know, you, you, you are going to have some stuff thrown at you. You're going to have challenges and you've got to deal with it. And so, yeah, have the pity party for 24 hours, whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do. But then after that, you got to get back at it or else you'll just get yourself in a funk forever. And she, she couldn't have been, you know, more nicer, uh, more nicer, nicer. She, she could not have been nicer to us. And boy, it's, um, and, and she wrote a testimony in my book and was open to to doing whatever we needed at some point. So I I remember that that was really, really good. I remember uh, you were laughing at me at the very beginning because I'm trying to explain to her how we're going to set up the podcast and what's going to happen on the recording. And and you were like, Jim, she's an award-winning international journalist. She's probably got (laughs) Emmys and Peabody awards and you're explaining some of the technical things. (laughs) I had to keep myself in check. Um, also had a great episode with, um, a a local business person here, uh, Renault Vanderreet, who, uh, we love because he's the owner of Oxum coffee, very philanthropic coffee shop, but also pastors a church here called Mosaic. And what we learned from that, it was a faith-based episode, but he took it from a business standpoint. It was really about more of a practical approach to living a great life, Mm -hmm. um, and, and and doing that well. And we learned that that is one of the fastest growing churches in the U.S. and they are really focused on adoption. And he personally, I can't remember the exact number. He's got like seven, eight kids and four of them, I think, are adopted. Um, and, and just really, we had a great, great conversation. It was different than some of our others where we get wacky and, and go far, far in one direction, but it's nice to have some of those where it was a little bit grounded. It's somebody that we see walking around downtown all the time. So that, that was a fun one for us. Um, and then maybe most recently there's a couple in season five, but I'll just point out Ross Bernstein because he's in our field. Um, he had a great how to, you know, how to creatively grow your business. And yes, he took it from a speaking standpoint, um, but it was really about innovating your business. He he gave us a behind the curtains on his own innovative ways that he manages his keynote speaker business. And man, we had a ton of takeaways from that. I think everybody who listened said, you know, that was one of their favorites. And he's just, he's such a good soul, travels the world, is super philanthropic, has his own, you know, philanthropy organization, and, you know, there's a couple recently that I could point out, but Ross was probably this one, this last year that I go I could point to, and and you and I had some good ones about sure. how to become a speaker, how to find your niche, how to make yep. money as a speaker. So, those are actually pretty high rated. People almost came to us and said, "You guys don't even need a guess." We do, and we did, and we we were very <laughs> lucky. But the ones that we did on our own, man, I had yep. just as much fun doing that.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's been a run, man. It's been a a hell of a run, Uh, 150 plus episodes, you know, it's shoot. It's been a huge, it's been a huge part of, uh, of our lives for, for the last four, almost five years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, what would be some, um, you know, final thoughts for you. Like if I said, what are your best pieces of advice? You know, two, three, four, whatever you want to give to, to our loyal fans and friends, people that have stuck with this. We do have a couple of Uber <laughs> fans. They don't miss an episode and others. They probably dip in and out depending on the topic or the person. But if they're listening to this one, what what are some final thoughts that you would give them?
1: Um You know, funny enough, I I don't I don't look at all of, I mean, we've had so much advice given over the yeah. last few years. But um, well,
0: maybe yours, like if I said, what is a brand what would be a moniker that you could say, here's a great piece of advice, not so much what other people have given us.
1: <laughs> well, interesting enough, you know, we, uh, just before we recorded this, we recorded our uh, sort of the last, uh, of our guests, uh, mm-hmm. episodes with Donna herbal. And she was talking about hope based leadership. Right. And Mm -hmm. she's got a book, a book coming out. Um, And I think that that's the, the, the single piece for me is people understanding the power of hope. Like it it is, she says something in the episode that really resonated with me. She says that oftentimes we were joking that hope is a four letter word. um, When you, when you work with corporate clients and they don't really, how do you measure KPIs against hope? Um, and, And when she said, people say hope isn't a strategy, she says, Uh, she says, thank God, because most strategies fail. Um, and, and the truth is, you know, you can, you can work with dozens of different strategies to try to achieve your goals. Um, but if there's no hope strategy doesn't matter. And, uh, and that's, that's really, um, probably (laughs) if I think about it, the best advice, and that we could give after this many years is that you can listen, you can slice an apple a, a, as many ways as you want to. um, But without hope, what's the point? And, and yeah. that's, I think that that's at the center of what we have tried to do um, mm-hmm. is, is give people hope, whether that's in trying to find that piece of advice to lift them out of the hole that they might be in at the moment or, this last season with the how-tos of giving them some real strategy as to uh you know people just don't know what to do so so some people just need to be told what to do and they can try it and see if it works sure. but you know i look at it and go i mean this show has you know sort of survived divorces for both of us uh you know deaths in our families mm-hmm. uh, you know with with your dad and and with theo um depression um, sort of a little bit for both of us of dealing with those things and what that actually looks like. So, you know, I think I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Um, it's, it's, uh,
0: in spite of all those things, it's been really good. Yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. Well, I think even it's cathartic right talking talking some of this out in the public domain with people who are experts and yeah you know again, some of our best moments were off camera and just getting together and laughing and going to lunch in between i, I probably a lot of people don't know we batch record for the most part, yeah, we're in different cities now, but when we were both here, we'd do one recording and then we'd go eat lunch and <laughs> then we'd come back and there was still some. Editing stuff we had to do, but the laughs that we had during the time, were were again that when I think of thoughts at rock as a program, yeah, it's the totality of the process of just doing the thing with you. Um, But it is cathartic to talk about some of that stuff, whether we were going through it personally or, heck, we were lucky. Maybe we had a guest yeah. that was throwing down their advice, and it was just as important for us as it yeah. was for probably somebody out there listening on the on totally. the other side. Totally, you know, and this yeah. is. You know, I had a couple that that, you know, I've always thought about I we may have even shared our best thought. It may have been an end of the year type of thing. But I'm, I'm fond of saying I believe that a single person with great ideas can start a revolution and not the revolution that you might think, you know, of, of what happens in a country. But, yes, that's how countries are overthrown. That's how philanthropic movements are started. That's how company cultures are completely amped up is you gotta have somebody who gets in the game. And if you've got some wild, crazy ideas, I do believe that somebody, even if they're a middle manager with no direct reports, can still make a difference. And I would say that I'm a product of that. I mean, I had no real power at all. It was all impact and influence over time. And I think the way we handled ourselves, not just on the show, but in general, Mm -hmm. very positive and supportive of people Um, You know, there's this whole mindset. Maybe it's the, we, you and I talk about the Gen Xers, you know, where hard work plus hustle equals freedom. You know, we, we got to where we are because we, we are workaholics and we hustled out there and stuff was not handed to us. Um, You know, we may have been lucky in a guest or two, but really this was not for um, people just sort of. lurking and, and, Oh, we'll just show up and it'll happen. There was some work that had to happen here, but you know, I, I think the last couple of things I would say is if you've got, um, an idea to start a business or start a podcast or write a book or, or, or leave a company and go and speak in front of thousands of people, you should take the leap and do it. You you should take the leap and live the life that you want. Yep. And we've had many people that have come through our our uh, cameras here and our microphones and you and I are products of that. Yep. We took a chance and we're risk takers and maybe not everybody is, but if there's something on your radar screen, I, I would say, don't don't go through life and not at least experience it. F- go ahead and try it. If it fails, okay, maybe get back up and try it again. And maybe you'll find out it, it wasn't for you, but man, it just, it's led to such great Wonder and success and different experiences for us, for sure. And then maybe my last thought is, you know, be a servant leader whenever you can, personally, professionally. Mm -hmm. Um, I have just made it my mission to be of service to other people and to prop people up. And I love the the organizations that you and I have supported, Um, even when times are tough. And it's it you feel like, geez, I'm the philanthropy, I'm the charity right now. Yeah, yeah. But this is the faith base guy and me coming out, I do think it comes back to you tenfold and it certainly has. I mean, I can not just in the bank account, I can just tell you there are more things that have been uh, rewarding and and made us rich. You can't see me doing air quotes right now, but because we want to be of service to other people. So I would encourage other people out there to sort of take that, that mindset. But listen, you said it best, man, Who, who knows, what happens with thoughts at rock? Um, you know, m- maybe it's a year hiatus. Maybe it comes back in, in a different forum. Uh, who knows what kind of AI has been invented? Maybe we have co-hosts <laughs> that are robots. Maybe we don't even need to be co-hosts. We That's we right. we, you know, we just speak into some sort of AI and it's going to, it's going to host the show for us. Um, but, but I've had a lot of fun doing the same with you. I, I know that, um, you know, people can find us in our own individual stuff. I mean, for me, uh, definitely, I'm gonna still write my fourth and perhaps final book. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm doing, you know, not as much consulting anymore. It's really the speaking. It's a it, that's the business that I'm in. And and so, if you're interested at all in the stuff that I'm doing, you know, nightspeaker dot com, you can check that stuff out. Um, and, and actually, we're going to have Thoughts That Rock, the website up for sure. a while as well. I mean, people can sure. still get access and go back and listen to, I, I think, I know you said 150 plus, but I think we'll end at 182, maybe 183 episodes. So there's a lot of content and uh, just for some great laughs and good knowledge, you can go back and look at. Um, what, what's your uh, website now? Because I know we've got a couple that are out there, but what's the one you're landing on?
1: Yeah. The, the, the two that I'm using most are, are brantmenswar.com for, for all my speaking stuff and blacksheepfoundry.com for all of the leadership development work that, um, that I'm doing these days. And so those, those two were the easiest way. And then it's just, you know, for each of us, um, you know, we're on social pretty actively. Um, I think you and I mostly post these days on LinkedIn, um, first anyways, and then sort of supportive with either, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok even for me. Um, so yeah. it just depends on what we're doing. But those those are all the social platforms we continue to be on.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been great, man. And, uh, you know, we'll just close it out saying I, I've had fun sharing a lot of thoughts that rock with us. Um, and, and who knows where this goes, man. But I know we're going to wind up doing some more stuff down the road. I love you, brother. It's,
1: it's love you too, alive. man love you too huge thanks to tony our producer who has uh, yeah. uh been with us for years the very since beginning. the beginning um uh without him you guys would hear very crappily put together episodes
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> every episode you, would be an
1: hour and a half um because tony didn't edit it um so thanks thanks to tony uh thanks to kt for um you know being a part of this family for so long and um, thank you to the listener who uh, the, there's a small devout group of you that continue to listen all these years later. And uh, we are incredibly thankful for your time um, and uh, and everything you've given us over the years. And uh, we're excited to see what comes next. And thanks for making us hundred airs. That's
0: we really great. Right. <laughs>
1: We we are incredibly (laughs) thankful for that. And thank you, Jordan Harbinger. Let's just end with that.
0: Just for the last. Exactly. That's right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Rock on.
1: Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in.
0: Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud
1: member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org.
0: Finally, if you're interested in having Grant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at at thoughtsatrock.com. Until next time, rock Rock on! on.
2: Ever heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference,